Welcome to On Topic Retro, episode 19. I'm John Cummins, and joining me tonight is Liam Davenport and Sam Wagers. And tonight we are talking some Harvest Moon 64. How are you guys? Pretty good. How are you doing, John? Oh, pretty good myself. I'm ready to talk about one of my favorite childhood games that I haven't played in who knows how long. Oh, Sam's yeah. on the Sam's on the West Coast now, right? Just for just for this week and next week, but yeah, All so right. it's, it's interesting. Usually, I'm the one who's staying up later than everyone else. <laughs> that is true. Usually, usually we keep you out late, and we're gonna like it's probably just barely got dark over there. <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna hop right to it. I mean, Harvest Moon sixty four was a kind of like a I think it, for a lot of people it was a little bit of a letdown for people that played the Super Nintendo version. Yeah, it's kind of what I feel from a lot of people I've talked to about it, like personally. Huh. Uh, but it was hmm. my first uh, foray into the series. I would not get. I would not play the Super Nintendo one until way later. Um, and to me, like going backwards, trying to play the Super Nintendo one was not as fun. Like, same. I, same. I tried, and I think we got it on Wii Virtual Console at one point. With with sixty four being the first one I'd ever played, and it was the exact same story. No, my 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 perception is the other thing I hear is people compare it, maybe not so, not as favorably to Back to Nature. Which is essentially the same game on the PS One. Yeah, and pretty, it has because it, it ultimately just has content that isn't in the N sixty four one because you can fit more more data on a disc than you can an N sixty four card. Right, this is true. So, John, you said that this was your first Harvest Moon. This one was yes. Do you remember why you picked up a Harvest Moon? Like, had you ever played any sort of so, sim like this before? Uh, I had. I don't. No, I don't really think this was the original. Like, there was no other Sims like this. Um, I mean, the, as far as the series goes, mm-hmm. when the when the one came out on Super Nintendo, this this was pretty much it. Like, they were had their own market, you know. And I had a buddy that had purchased the Super Nintendo one pretty close to after it came out, um, and had played through that for a very long. Like, he he was like into it. Every time I would go to school, you know, we would talk about it. He's like, man, you got to play this game. Really? And it's like, man, I don't know if this just doesn't sound that appealing to me. Like whenever you hear somebody talk about this game and you don't have any experience with it, it sounds like the most boring game you've ever heard. <laughs> like someone talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, this game doesn't talk of, or show very well. But out once of you all play the it, games you could have picked, you picked the farm game. He did, yeah. And I don't yeah. understand. I don't know if it was like, if it was just a random pickup when he was at the store. Like maybe his mom bought it for him, and he, you know, didn't know anything about it. I can't remember. I'd have to ask him how he got a hold of it on Super Nintendo because the Super Nintendo one is even more rare, and like less people bought it, and you know, even more 
less people know about it, you know, and you, whenever you talk to them, they always think this was like one of the, like the first one, but really, I think the Game Boy version even came out before this. It did, and that's the first one that I played. I found that I remember reading like some kind of article because, again, we're back in the era where the internet is in its infancy, so we're not really getting a whole lot of information from there unless you're pretty entrepreneuring savvy. Yeah, so <laughs> it like there was some internet stuff you could you could buy stuff on the internet, but um, not not a ton and i remember getting the game boy game because it felt like a good fit it felt like when i read about it i was like farming on the go like i can ride in the back of my parents car and like raise crops and so that seemed cool and i loved the game boy game i you know i look back on how simple that was now and i don't even know what i enjoyed about it but um but I loved it. Yeah. And then when I found out that they were they were developing uh, a 64 version, I remember seeing an article in Nintendo Power and I was like, oh, man, like this is this is even better. Like this is the coolest. I had no idea that there was a Super Nintendo game, like never, never knew about it until ages later. Um, and the 64 game was, I think, one of the first things I ever bought on the Internet, like. I I don't know what y'all's experience was in getting games back then, but it was hard to get information on when things were releasing, uh, if things mm. got delayed or whatever. I would go oh, to yeah. my, my local Toys R Us to that secret games counter where they had everything locked up in the back, and I would just ask if Yoshi's Story had come out, and it never <laughs> did. Never like, came out. I, I went there <laughs> weekly for like four months trying to get Yoshi's Story and eventually came out. Uh, and they never had Harvest Moon. And for some reason, they couldn't like order it for me or something. And so I remember giving my parents money and they paid for it and shipped it to the house. Mm -hmm. um, nice. Yeah. I, I, like it seemed magical then that a video game could be mailed to me. Like I could put money into a computer and then a video game could be shipped to the house. Um, but it made it that much more of an exciting experience to like have this fully colorful realized thing on my Nintendo 64 that I've been playing in, you know, two colors on my Game Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's kind of funny that the same friend that had the game, you know, after hearing him talk about it for a while, I finally, you know, went to his house and played it and got hooked. You know, I thought it was fun. Mm -hmm. uh, so I go to the store and I try to find it and you know, it's already gone. You can't buy the, the super Nintendo games have already been left behind at, at the local Walmart where I lived. And they were like, well, we do have this one. And they had like just three random copies of harvest moon 64 at my Walmart, which is probably the only three copies they ever got <laughs> because that game did not sell very well. No. And, uh, I remember, uh, I had a bunch of rolled change that I was saving up and I bought this game with change <laughs> at Walmart. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, and, and it's kind of related to all those things. Um, I, I was the one decrying it, you know, it was actually my brother that bought this game and, you know, back, back in the day, you know, as kids, you know, it, it took a lot of saving up allowance to buy a new video game. We usually weren't buying them brand new, right? We were buying them, you know, used, buying them when they were, after those copies had sat at Walmart for a while and they decided to put a sticker on them, mark them down or whatever, you know. But, you know, because 
because it took so long, because, you know, you didn't get new games often, and because we shared our games, because after all, there's only one N64, so we all, anytime a new game is introduced, we're all going to want to play it, right? Right. So my brothers and I, I had, I had two older brothers, we'd do this thing where we'd try to talk each other into buying the games we wanted, you know, <laughs> or asking for them for our birthday and Amazing. stuff. Amazing, yeah. And so, you know, I, despite my appeals, my brother Luke got the farming game. And I'm like, you, you want... And, and the thing is, I don't remember what I wanted instead, but I'm sure it wasn't Harvest Moon. It was probably something terrible. It was probably like Quest 64. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, you know, because... Heck, we didn't know, right? We didn't know what was anything. Uh, you know, we knew who Mario was. That was about it. But, you know, it, it was, you know, I was like, ah, you, you got the farming game. You made a mistake. And then, you know, of course, I played it anyway because it's it's the new game. You got to play it. So we were, you know, sure enough, we were, you know, playing it, watching each other play it. You know, <laughs> my turn's over, so I'll just sit here and watch what he's doing. Um, yeah, that was a whole thing. Our parents would get like, <laughs> we're trying to get you away from the TV. It's your brother's turn now. Go do something mm-hmm. else. And I'm like, no. I don't At least they had it. multiple save files, so you guys. Yeah, to, thankfully, like, it wasn't thankfully. A, a Animal multiple Crossing type deal. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a whole thing with Animal Crossing back when we had the the little memory card and that shared with the... it. Yeah, and we shared a town, and we kept overriding it because one of us didn't like how things were going. Well, yeah, and how do you have a consensus with brothers on which bachelorette to pursue? Even like you guys, there's no way you guys. Oh, no, we had our own character. saves. We had our own saves. Okay. Yeah, your own so saves. That's, that's not an issue there. Uh, okay, but, wait. Yeah. So Harvest Moon '64 let you have multiple saves? I did yes. that. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's got a few different. Like I think two or three saves. Four. Maybe four. Yeah, is it? But a brother could go in and screw up your chances with Karen or something like that. Oh, yeah. sure. sure. <laughs> I don't remember that ever happening. Yeah. yeah. You got good give brothers. Her, yeah. Give her the food that she likes the least. Yeah, exactly. Just start talking to Maria and, yeah, there <laughs> and you mess go. up your chances, get her real jealous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did you you mentioned uh Back to Nature, which I've I've never played. Have you guys ever played that at all? So I, I, I haven't, haven't, but but that that same brother has just been a big Harvest Moon fan, mm-hmm. so you know he got real into it at one point. And this was well after the release. This wasn't you know we didn't we didn't get a PS one. We got okay. a PS two, but way after that, it was it was sometime. I just remember talking to him, and, and he he kind of lost a lot of interest in games. But he has he, it's interesting because he has his like couple of genres yeah. that he has that he gets really deep into, and one of them is like life sim you know stardew valley harvest moon is on the one end yeah on the other end is like uh on the other end is like grand strategy like victoria 3 crusader kings these like grand strategy pc games and that's pretty much all he plays now and the odd the odd other thing will just catch his attention but he's like you know he, he doesn't really care about what and even stuff like i tried to get him into the new animal crossing and it just didn't stick for him for whatever reason but, yeah there's so many you know, farming options now though like yeah I mean, <laughs> he's got he's yeah, got a bunch yeah. of and, options and, yeah. and it's it's tough for even even harvest moon even story of seasons has a tough time competing with stardew now but yeah yeah um it, it's just that that's always that's almost to a lot of it, like i think about that as as kind of what harvest moon represents to me is this like this niche 
that if it weren't for him, I would have never been exposed to. You know, I would have been content to just play 2D platformers, right? Uh, and maybe RPGs, and maybe the odd whatever else the rest of my life. And it's like it's something I even remember, like just any time something seems weird because I love weird games, now. right? Anytime it's just like, oh, just just give it a chance. Just give it a chance. This is try the farm game. Yeah. No, the farm <laughs> game is actually fun. Once you get into it, you you will see its appeal, right? Well, so I ask about um, Back to Nature because I read that so after the success of the like the almost surprise success of the Super Nintendo version um, even though it was late, it was really late in the Super Nintendo life cycle um, that, you know, the Natsume had acquired this game and then poured a bunch of money to have these kind of simultaneous developments of the Game Boy and the Harvest Moon 64 games. And Game Boy wrapped up first. And so they pushed that team, the Game Boy team, to take the Harvest Moon 64 assets and start building the PlayStation port. Um, but WADA stayed on with the Harvest Moon 64 side to get that out the door. And it sounds like he circled back on the port, like with the Game Boy mm-hmm. team. And they had, uh, understandably, just done completely different dialogue. So while the game's assets and like structurally are very similar, apparently like all the dialogue or a large chunk of the dialogue is different but like because of timelines and stuff they didn't he didn't push to have it revised so like the personalities of the characters in the playstation version are different from the 64 one which makes me kind of kind of interested to check that out yeah yeah it's it, it is it's it's just such a it is a very interesting case and like i said i don't know all the details but you look at it and you're like, oh, it's the same game. But then, like, there there are people in camps that sort of, you know, they... they and it's not always... Because the interesting thing is, like, I asked my brother about it, and he's like, yeah, story... He, he's like, yeah, back back to nature is better, hmm. you know? And, like, and like that's interesting, because I would, I would think it would probably come down to whichever one people play first. They're like, I'm a Nintendo 64 guy, yeah. not a PlayStation guy. Right. This one's better, because that's the one I know. But I, I mean, I, I guess just his preferences or whatever. But I mean, that's that's kind of like he ultimately decided. Yeah, after playing both, like, plus, and it does a lot of it does what tips the balance towards it for a lot of people is again, there's just like events that aren't included in the in the N64 right. just because of memory space. Yeah, I I had a buddy that had Back to Nature and and that was kind of the deal. Like I had the N64 version and I was like, yeah, no, my version's better. I think, even though I'd never played <laughs> PlayStation One, you know, isn't yours always the better one? That's right. <laughs> I mean, I really enjoyed this game, so I, I definitely yeah. you know, not playing the other one. I was like, man, I know this game's really good. So well, this game is just so charming. Like I I I've gone back to it a few times. I went back again in preparation of this. Um, it's fortunately very limited now still available on the wii u for 10 bucks but uh i mean the cartridge isn't super crazy but it is usually like 60 bucks yeah, i think something like that 60, so. which is more than retail was yeah. when it came out yeah unfortunately yeah and you might need i'm assuming there's a battery save if you got that many save files so um might need to swap a battery on it 
but um yeah so it, still pick it up while you can on the wii u um it's Come just march yeah it's it's so charming like i still got hooked back into it like they were there were things that i came across in my in my kind of scan through this time that like it plucked the heartstrings. Like I remember my experiences. I had like little phantom emotions that brushed up when I like came across the berries by the river. And I'm like, Oh man, I remember grabbing these things and grabbing them down all day. (laughs) Yep. Every Um, day. Yeah. Every, they, they, yeah, they reappear every day. They do. Yeah. Um, it's crazy to me though. The amount of, of time like how quickly time passes i don't know how i got Mm -hmm. anything done in this game i looked it up and it's like 15 seconds to an hour a day passes in a matter of minutes like it is so fast well and and that is something that i remember playing it's a wonderful life on the gamecube and there's a lot of people who like it's a wonderful life i do yeah i I could not adjust to how much slower the days were like like i i still judge them by this and i think because this game was so tight one of the things i like about harvest moon and it doesn't carry over to a game like animal crossing which is real time and you can you can take as much time as you want right i mean there's only 24 hours in a real time day i guess right but you know it, it really doesn't put any any rush on you i actually like that you know Yes, it it's ultimately kind of a casual game. You're not, but like that is something I love to do. I usually just would just replay the first year over and uh, over, and I'd be like, "How many things can I get done in the first year?" Yeah, like I want to, I want to end the first year, and wow. I want to be married, and I want to have these house upgrades, and I want to have at least two cows, and you know <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah. Um. So it, it was kind of that. You know, I don't know. There, there's a part of my brain that is just very satisfied by efficiency and the, the appearance of efficiency and having some kind of reward for that, uh, which, which Harvest Moon, and it's particularly 64, because I think I tried to do the same thing with It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. And that game kind of railroads you onto a timetable that like, 100%. whether you're doing things or not, this is what's going to happen by this point. Yeah, um, yeah that game And I just, I just too, didn't though. adjust into it. Yeah. Like money wise, really adjust to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, once you, once, you, once, you, once you get your star cows, it's just it's or wow. the trees. Once you can yeah. get fruits and you make seeds, like you just you have unlimited amounts of money at that point. Yeah. Um, it is interesting that the game was like I was able to play it in a fairly casual. Although again, with this time, I don't know how casual it could have been. But I feel like my playthroughs back when it first launched were casual life sim like i don't think i did a ton of tactics with it um but you were playing the exact same game yeah i mean it's not not like you have to yeah it's not like the game has a fail state right Right, but how many games were dynamic enough to allow that kind of play style Mm -hmm. variation Mm -hmm. like that's pretty cool yeah i mean i played it very similar to like how sam did i played i remember playing through the first year and kind of seeing how the game works and it's like, well, now that I know what I know, I want to go back and see oh, yeah. how much faster no, the, I can do the, these things. <laughs> the first the first time I got to year two, and it's it's like, is it part of the New Year's event or is it just after the dog race? Uh, you I do the dog races. You yeah, can, this, yeah, you can because you can't do it the first year. 
because you start in spring, right? Yeah. Right. So I got to the dog race and I'm like, oh, I entered my dog. And of course he did terrible because I didn't realize you could feed your dog mm -hmm. stuff. And that, that would, that would like basically boost his stats. And I was like, no, I got to make sure my dog wins the race. <laughs> I'm starting over. Amazing. Same way with the horse, the horse race. Yeah. Yeah. Because like the first time through, it's like I I, I never even thought to put stuff well, in the dog's food bowl. Well, yeah, there's right? so many things in the game that like you could get to year one and not know, like mm -hmm. to the end of year one and not even understand. Like even the uh, the recipes, like there's lots of recipes that you can miss if you mm -hmm. get yeah. past a certain point, like they're no longer available. So. Yeah, like if you don't give the right crop to the right person, you just yeah. don't get that recipe anymore. Yeah. But yeah. also, like if you spend your first year like getting your farm going, the ladies move on to other dudes, or some of them just move away by year two or the end well, of year yeah. two. Like that also is it, eliminates. Is recipes. that just Karen? Is that just Karen that does that? Uh, Karen's I, the only the one, one that leaves. Yeah. yeah, but but she but they all get wooed by other people, um, and you have to like kind of butt in or or mm. win their favor over the others um but yeah there's i feel like every harvest moon has a character like a an eligible character that is is going to leave unless you make them stay you know mm -hmm. which you know i so i'm definitely the emo kid then here who like played this game like oh my god this is just another life. Like this is second life. And I'm, <laughs> I'm immersed in this village because the village for a Nintendo 64 game, again, the, the Game Boy game was just strictly like making potatoes. You know, I'm just, I'm raising and, and I got some cows, but this one, it's like, mm -hmm. it had a village you could walk around. It was vibrant. Like there was stuff to do. Um, it felt really alive. And so that escapism thing was real for me. Um, I mean, admittedly, like, dude, when I married Karen, like my sister came into the room, like she, it was a thing that she knew that I was trying to marry this video game lady and was just like, had to be there for when it happened. Like she joined the ceremony. It was, it's so this, lame. This set up the real life. <laughs> you, did did you send out invites? <laughs> I should have put out a saves the date, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I definitely played this like, it was it was like this weird like mini extension of me and i didn't have any friends that played games like this at all they were all playing you know like tactical strategy games and rpgs and stuff which yeah, i like those too but i don't know it's just scratched that itch Again, like I feel like we can touch on the the jank of this game now without needing to constantly say how much we all love this game. But I, looking at this, like there's three sizes of fish. That's it. You know, look at Animal Crossing mm -hmm. now, and you're trying to complete a an encyclopedia and an aquarium full of fish. You have small, medium, and large. I think it was basically. Mm -hmm. um, I think there were eight crops 
total, like across all the yep. seasons, maybe nine, you could get a greenhouse, which was cool. Um, and you could what grow strawberries in there or something, you know, like it, yeah, it wasn't yeah, the strawberries. It wasn't that exciting. That was, that was a goal, man, was to, to get your strawberries going, get your strawberries going. Um, <laughs> one thing for me though, so on the Game Boy version, you would upgrade your watering can to this sprinkler and the sprinkler would like shoot the water around you uh, in like the eight squares that surrounded you, maybe even the ninth, maybe the one you were standing on as well. Um, but like, it didn't really help with like the ever famous uh, nine, uh, nine square plot of vegetable situation where like, yep. how do you water that central uh, vegetable and so I always did that weird chunky yeah. U shape because you, could, you couldn't walk through your crops, right? In, right, later, yeah. in later games, they made it so you could just walk through, but yeah, this was a nice. you can't you can't you can't walk across. Yeah, you, you have know, to the leave corner one on the corner to get to the one in the center. Yeah, yeah, you got to leave one out of the middle on the yeah, bottom you do the or Pac whatever. Man. Yeah, you yep. make the Pac-Man. Um, but in this game, you didn't need to do that because in this game, you could uh, once you leveled up you could charge your watering can and instead of it being something that is like a circled around you, it would make this kind of wave thing in front of you. And suddenly you could water all, uh, all nine spots. The only problem is that some of those vegetables like potatoes and turnips, I think when you pluck it, they just come up. Right. And that's it. But it, once you get to like tomatoes, the, the plant stays there. And so you yep. have to like, chop it down to basically get through to the center one so you're presented with the same kind of problem but when you're doing those like one and done vegetables it was a kind of like for me it was a revelation as like the I, I was looking for the sprinkler and i realized i could do this with the watering can and i was like oh this changes everything i get an extra crop you know this is amazing i um, remember once you get to a certain point like and you're established you it's you're almost better off doing rows that way you yeah. can do like all the way down the your field and just leave a space in between. And then you can just water three crops at a time as you're going down the rows. Yeah. Um, we should talk animals real quick. Uh, did y'all have to bury any animals? Do you recall any situations where you lost uh, someone? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They make due you feel to, pretty bad about it. Yeah, due to some some... <laughs> storm issues right leaving them yeah. outside you leave your chickens you, you, out you, in the rain you, yeah i mean you you learn the hard way once though and it, it becomes pretty rare yeah yep. yeah have to bury bob once and then yeah although like all the, your animals are bobs and yeah they'd get sick if they were out in the in the rain and you'd have to get a medicine and the medicine is really expensive which it you know it checks with real life so i get it um yep but, uh, yeah, I remember that feeling of burying, like, a cow, and they would, like, the guy was kind of like, man, this really shouldn't have happened kind of thing. Like, I don't remember the exact dialogue, but I remember feeling like, ah, you just kicked me. Like, yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm graveside, and you're like, yeah, you messed up, dude. What? Can you do this? Can you handle this? Like, not not the best feeling, but... Um, yeah, I, that, uh, the animals, like the addition to the sheep was cool. I was excited to have sheep. Um, and 
the horse is the horse is pretty neat. Uh, like, I feel like this game. I don't know, John. You said up top that you feel like people were disappointed by this, but like, I feel like this is leaps and bounds over those first two, like SNES and Game uh, yeah, Boy. I think I feel it is too. Yeah, I think there was just some people that I talked to early on that just did not like. I don't know if they just couldn't mesh with it going to 3d or what but yeah just just weren't enjoying it as much yeah and before we get too far we can we can kind of talk a little bit about uh just like when this game released and like give a uh time period and everything to it because i don't really have a whole lot i couldn't find a whole lot on the development of this mm-hmm. but uh but yeah so this game came out in in February 5th of 99 in Japan and for the N64. And then we wouldn't get it until November 30th of uh, 99 here in the States, which is a, you know, a pretty good chunk. But I mean, at this time you, you have to imagine that this game is pretty text heavy for a, yeah. for an N64 game. So there's probably a lot yeah, of translation we, going we on. We were still a, a, a while away from, you know, international same day releases yep. being industry standard. Oh yeah, and then and then as Liam mentioned, this this game would finally come to the virtual console on the Wii U. I know a lot of people wanted it on the Wii, and uh, they kind of said that it wouldn't work uh, on the Wii. And then they they initially said the same thing about the Wii U, but then we ended up getting it anyway uh, later. Actually, really late. Yeah. Um, this game made it to the virtual console like a month before the switch came out in yeah. uh, the United States. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's surprising. Not even a month. It was like is, a week, a week and three days. It's surprising they even bothered at that point. It's like, I don't, I don't know how many Wii U virtual console sales you're getting. Oh, no, I guess it'd be a week and a day. Yeah, this yeah. came out on February 23rd of 2017 uh, for the virtual wow. console. And in Japan, it came out in July 5th, so the Switch had already released. Yeah. Which might be why they're re-releasing it for the Switch Online in Japan, because everyone had already got moved on from their Wii U's by the time this mm-hmm. came out on the Virtual Console. Yeah. That's a much smarter move. I hope that we get it on the, the U.S. Uh, Switch Online, because I would like to play this again on my Switch. I mean, I have it. I have other ways to play it, but I think it would definitely be neat if it made it there. Yeah. Eventually. And the the only other thing I really would think we should hit on uh, before we go too further, too much further into gameplay, is that uh, you know this this series has kind of had like a weird mm. uh, history, and you know in Japan it was pretty much always story of seasons. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as the game that we get today is story of seasons uh before natsume uh kind of got split off from the games i think in like the what was it like the 3ds era yeah uh which is why we get story of seasons now and we also get harvest moon at the same time <laughs> and they're two different games but uh yeah, it's a really it's a it's a thing. Like I don't want to get to real deep detail on it here, um, but if you start reading about it, like uh, it was it was kind of crazy, and you know I always kind of wondered 
uh, when the 3ds came out why it was that way and, and i never never knew until i had looked into it i was like man i remember natsume being the one that was publishing these games you know what happened so that was kind of a crazy thing uh, but yeah these these games are uh they're definitely unique and I'm, i am glad that we uh got something different with these and i haven't played too many of the story of seasons I, I think i own all the ones on the 3ds but haven't got around to playing them because mm-hmm. a lot of them came pretty late in the 3ds life cycle uh and and if i don't know if any of you guys have tried to play any of the uh harvest moon games that have come out of late like the the natsume published ones no uh, they always get terrible reviews so i haven't tried any of yeah, them. yeah i've i've noticed that yeah so i and i don't know exactly how this works i think it's the same kind of splintering um but so i kind of burnt out after the gamecube wonderful life like i i didn't I didn't go deep into any sort of farm sim, but I I tracked Rune Factory. It always seemed interesting to me. Um, Mm -hmm. I bought the Wii one, and I never really played it. Again, like, home console farming doesn't gel with me as much. Like, I think I need it on the go to just kind of pick up and play here and there. Um, So I grabbed Rune Factory 4, and that's been the only other time where I really got sucked back in again. Um, Rune Factory 4 scratched a lot of those itches. It was very much uh, like great community. Uh, Did you play fun- it 3DS, 3DS or Switch? On okay. 3DS, yeah. Um, like good immersive characters. I, I, you know, I fell in love with who I wanted to woo and went through that whole process and the questing was decent enough. The combat was okay. Um, but yeah, I'm not a, I'm not like a Stardew person or anything. Like I, I feel like I could, if I allowed myself to, but if you liked Rune Factory, that's, it's really closer to that than Harvest Moon. Like, yeah, dude, I just get so into it. Uh, if I if I allow myself to that I almost don't do that like I just I yeah I know how hardcore I could get into some of this stuff the, so the, the thing with Animal Crossing and like I see these people rack up like huge amounts of hours and very early on and I'm like what are you guys doing yeah. you know because uh, it's real like you said it's real time you can only do so many things like your your trees only produce things you know once every once in a while and like yeah i like mean, understand the building and things but like with harvest moon like you could literally just be like all right one more day all right one more day and like before you know yeah. you've put like five hours into this thing and well and that's the thing like a long play session at animal crossing is like there's diminishing returns on it almost. exactly like the longer you play the less there is to do today mm-hmm. yeah whereas whereas animal whereas harvest moon it's like you keep going. Actually, the the further you get on that save, the more things you have to do, and less yep. you know, even less time to do them because you're splitting your you know. Before you were just running your farm. Now you know you you've got you've got your crops and your animals and your foraging and you're you're working on different townspeople giving you requests and things. Right. Yep. But anyway, not to get us off on too much of a side tangent i just wanted to to share those things before we moved on to you know complete gameplay of how this game works and we can talk about all the the characters and you know who who we picked as our 
person to woo mm-hmm. for this game and, and those things. non-existent for this game like there's no story like you pretty much make the story as you go it, the really the only story that you ever get in harvest moon is that you know you inherit a farm in some way or another it's usually a grandfather passing or you know some weird situation uh but unlike animal crossing like you don't owe anybody any money like you just you just fix this place up yeah. and it's yours yeah <laughs> Yeah, when you show up, um, everybody in town is in mourning, like deep, deep mourning over your grandfather. And I guess you were there for his passing. You don't see that. But like, yeah, then your dad shows up and is like, oh, I missed it. Uh, it, it, What happened? You know, like, did he say anything or whatever? It's like, yeah, pretty, pretty bleak. And then your dad's like, so you really want to do this farm thing? All right, good luck. You know, and and bounces, yeah. And then your, I, I like your check basically, which I think Sam, you were kind of getting at before, is like at the end of year one, you have a few of these tentpole events, and then like your dad shows up and just goes around to the people in town and asks if they like you. You know, he just goes yeah. around. And he's just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so did he like sell you stuff? Has he been nice? Has he been coming to your store? Like, has he given you gifts? You know, like what. Your dad's like checking up on you, but he's yep. asking all your friends. That's uh, that's yep. pretty weird, dude. But there's there's a few mechanics in there that like there's a lot of drinking that goes on in this game where like I didn't. I mean, it's I, explicit. But yeah, I thought it was funny that that's you know. like one of the things that they put on the uh, the ESRB rating. Yep. It, this game has alcohol in it. Like real listed alcohol, it's like you can buy beer, wine, and liquor and drink it. And there's a game mechanic where you, especially if you're trying to marry Karen, like I remember trying to build up, guys, build up my alcohol tolerance so I can beat her in a drinking game because that impresses her and helps you marry her. That's correct. What mm-hmm. is happening? <laughs> great, great training for. I, dude, I'm 13 at the time or whatever. What am I learning from this video game? Like, did my parents know? <laughs> this no. game is totally a teen rated game yeah. like today if it comes out. <laughs> Even oh, though somehow yeah. it got an yeah. E. It, it, yeah, and, and that is the weird thing is they call it out. Like, they knew. It's yeah. not like, I could understand, like, you know, whoever's job it is to make yeah. ESRB. Well, no, I, I could just understand somebody at the ESRB not not going to the bar <laughs> when oh, yeah. they played their you know 30 minutes of the game to be like okay it's farming whatever i'm sure right yeah I'm sure it's fine it's kid friendly there's no violence i remember we the never, tag we never lost it. a cow <laughs> yeah i remember the tag on it that's like this game includes alcohol <laughs> you know references and all these things and i was just like huh you know you don't even really think about it at the time but it's kind of it's pretty funny um, but yeah, and, and you kind of make the story 
you know what it is you you can either succeed or or fail and and however many ways you well, want and, and with you, events you, you, and, you define what success really is i mean yeah exactly there, there is that like you, your dad checks on you sort of like thing but i mean ultimately that's just uh you know oh well you know this guy likes me that's that's maybe you don't want him to like you you know yeah maybe, maybe, you don't, yeah, you don't maybe that's maybe that's why sam and i played the way we did because we were developing our own uh way to beat the game you know it's like man i need to have this by this time and this by this time and And there's a bu- there's a slew of different ways to play it, collectible wise too. There's certain things that you can unlock to get um, weird like aesthetic things. Like there's, I remember getting like a vase in your house or yeah. something. It was a whole process. Ultimately, I think the best thing is you get you get like a photo album, right? Yeah, it kind it, it's kind of like it. And this is before achievement, but this is like an in-game achievement. It, no, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I I mean I loved the photo album because it is so, you know, these like fun yeah. little snapshots of you with these characters that show these moments that you had you know and you got to win that dog race if you want a photo your, That's your right. dog being That's... the number one dog <laughs> yeah um so yeah so there was the the photo album there was some aesthetic stuff and then John you mentioned the recipes which it. One thing that's missing from this that, again, I think at the time I didn't even know that I wanted, but when you look back on it, um, there's no crafting of any sort. Like, there's no cooking, so you collect these recipes, but you can't actually make them even though you have a kitchen. Um, Mm -hmm. You have tools and materials, but you can't actually do anything to them. You just get very good at using an axe, and suddenly it turns golden. You know, like... uh, it's odd that there wasn't a crafting mechanic as I look back, I guess, but maybe it was too early for any of that sort of implementation. Well, yeah, I don't think crafting didn't exist at that point. You know, I can't think of any game that was like, you know, gather, gather these particular items and craft this one thing. Yeah. Um, not, not exactly in the, in the way we think of it today, I guess. Yeah. Not I mean, the way it is today. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, it's still kind of the same thing, but I can. There were definitely like RPGs that had, but it'd almost be more presented as a trade, right? It'd yeah. Be like you know, you know, gather gather these three things, and I'll give you one of these. Yeah, I played a bunch of like text kind of like point and click adventure type things early on, and there was there was item combination in things like that where you'd have to put like this with right. this to make that. Um, but yep. yeah, there was never like a, like a tactical crafting for any sort of purpose in a bigger ongoing game um so yeah so like it was cool to try to collect the recipe i didn't try to collect all the recipes but it was just another thing that you could look at and and try to figure out like okay who do i have to give a tomato to to fill that slot um yeah when i remember being so confused i was like how do i use the recipe because there's there's a kitchen kitchen. (laughs) and i was like what do i do in the kitchen to use my recipe yeah yeah. There's like 35 recipes or something too and there's some of them are really hard to get. Like 
you have to mm-hmm. you basically have to, i mean this this part of the game guide. reminds me of majora's mask like you're gonna have to have a guide to get all these things yeah or a bunch of friends who are playing it who stumble upon it and say oh if you give a tomato to the priest he tells you how to make chicken parm you know like who who knows um I feel like gaming was still that at this point where you yeah. would have a community if you had yes. people who were playing this you, game. You got some of them from magazines. Yeah, yeah, magazines there, for sure. There, there, were, there were some tips in Nintendo Power, I think. Yeah, one. yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about the Power Berries yet either. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the Power, power Berries. So yeah, the Power Berries uh, basically increased your stamina. Yeah, you, you can do more without getting tired basically the more of them you find i thought you got that from drinking wine or something (laughs) no (laughs) no i I think that That would have been fun i think they might help you drink more wine i have it backwards (laughs) your wine stamina (laughs) interesting all right yeah i don't remember that and all the there's a bunch of festivals in this game and yeah you said the animals um, I don't even remember. There's you can get several like you can get rooms in the kitchen and all mm-hmm. the things like that in the house. Like some of that doesn't even have a use. Like you just can you can make your house larger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there's cool spots. Like I, I liked the beach. I like the beach in general. So the fact that I could just like turn left, hang a hang a right or whatever, and get down to the beach and hang out there. Um, again, though, like there's so the village feels very alive the people feel pretty alive and i think that's partly achieved by dialogue and character building but also by this like semi randomizer that they had where there's like now you can now you know it's been deciphered like there's a 20% chance that this person shows up at this spot or whatever but again oh, yeah. like you have like 7 minutes to complete your day you don't know if that person that you're looking for is going to be at the beach or at the vineyard or on the farm or wherever. Like I definitely spent days running around trying to find the person that I was looking for. And then you find them right as the music stops and it's nighttime and you're yeah, like, okay, and, blew the whole day. And you look at that today and it might not seem as impressive, particularly since it's such a small world, but yeah. it is, it is such a lived in world. That like yep. you didn't you didn't see as much of it. I mean, one other example that does come to mind, which I think is a good comparison, is Zelda Majora's Mask. Mm-hmm. Very similar kind of. It's a pretty small world at the end of the day, but yep. people are all over it all the time at different times, just over that three day cycle. And here you had a weekly cycle, so it was a little bit a little bit yeah. more variation yeah. and more people. Either. Yeah, well, you had twice the amount of days. People, <laughs> yeah. So also like, I remember. Uh, did you guys use the TV to like check mm-hmm. the weather? Yeah, and and it would yep. give you tips on stuff. Like that's how you figured yep. some stuff out. No, I mean that was that was usually the first first thing you say. Yep. Was wake like, up, watch, the watch TV. <laughs> wake up, watch TV. Eat eat some rice yeah. balls or whatever. Farmer life. Yep. <laughs> Farmer life. Yeah. Because uh, time didn't move indoors, right? Like when you went inside a location, that's right. time stopped. Yeah. So you could watch. You had time to watch TV. All that the time is, that is that realizing that was like okay, I actually can like go talk to people in the town. Yeah. Because once I get once I get inside, I, <laughs> seems like I'm I don't have to be a hermit anymore. I yeah. can. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. 
I don't have to just strictly very, live so, on my very farm. Selective, very selective about it. I, you know, I, I had to get all the forage, especially, at least for the month of spring, get every single thing that appears Yep. in, in the forest. And well, that was it. the cool thing, too, about getting the uh, greenhouse is the time didn't go by in the greenhouse either. Yeah. So you, can so you could just, yeah, you could just have as large of a farm as you want. Well, and, there. and I do believe this is one of the things not in the N64 because Maybe I'm thinking of a different game, but I, th- I think it's in it's in Back to Nature. You could actually recruit the uh, harvest sprites. That's in later games. Hand. That might be in Back to Nature. Yeah. Yeah, I think it started 64. in Back to Nature. Yeah, it's it's for sure in the Game Boy Advance games. Yeah, I think the N64 was a little early for that. In fact, I don't even think the sprites are mentioned. Are they? No, they they exist. They show up in the cave. And oh, speak, that's right. They, they speak pig Latin. Yes. For some reason. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So they are in the game. You just can't. And you you can become their friends, but I don't think. I don't think something, they do. There's something you get if you like max out their friendship. There's it's probably a recipe. Happens. I think. Yeah. It might just be a recipe or something, but they do something. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I bet one of them is uh, to get a power berry. <laughs> probably. It might be. It might be. But uh, but yeah, I know in the later games, you can befriend the the little elf guys, and they'll they'll work on your farm. Like you can assign yeah. one to take care of your animals. You can assign one to help you with crops. Cool. I know they like playing uh, uh, friends of Mineral Town. They don't have the best AI, so like they'll tell them to water your crops, and they'll like the water like spots that aren't even tilled and like Mm -hmm. half your crops aren't watered. Like they have to get better with time. Yeah. They have to level up. They have to level up. Yeah. You're like, geez, I might as well just water these myself. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, but yeah. Yeah. The harvest sprites are definitely not as big of a a deal in the 64 version. No, Mm -hmm. they're more like a, just a little hit, little Easter egg. But yeah, so uh, again, too, like Liam mentioned, the crop list is very small in this game. I looked it up. It's only seven. There are seven oh, crops wow. in this Not game. Not even eight. Oof. Yeah, you get three in spring, two in the summer, one in the fall, and one in the winter. One. One. That one seems crop. so crazy. One in harvest season. Yeah. Well, you can only have one crop in the winter and... More often than not, unless you're really hoofing it, you can't even plant it in the first year. Yeah. Yeah, because that <laughs> greenhouse is expensive. I've done it before. I've got the greenhouse in the first year. Yeah, but you didn't get married, dude, then. There's no No, way. you get you could do it all. Like you it's very you can't timed. do it all. No. You could way. do you could do a lot of it, yeah. Cause I like but it's you have to time it like perfectly. Like I remember having like a schedule down. It's like I gotta be done foraging by this time. I have to have all my crops watered by this time. You have a guide up to where you know where the person's supposed to be at the majority of the time. And like right. you just you like sit there and line it all out to have the perfect first year. But it's and it's hard to do still even then. Yeah. And like yeah. you have to get your chicken like at a certain time and your cat first cow at the first certain time. That way you can have the upgraded milk and eggs. So you're making yeah. more money by the <laughs> certain time. Like it's it's hard to do, but you can definitely do it. Yeah, I remember doing. I do, I do remember doing the math because, like, cabbage. I feel like was the thing that earned you the most 
money, but it took longer or something. I feel like I did the math and I just grew a bunch of turnips. Like turnips were super quick. <laughs> I just like ran a turnip farm. But I feel like I, I did the math and it made sense to do it. Like it was more profitable to do that than to, to grow a bunch of potatoes and cabbage for some reason. Um, cabbage took a whole week. Yeah, I, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It took I was a waiting whole a week, week for cabbage. I think yeah. potatoes took like, or maybe cab. I can't remember. Cabbage either took five days or seven days. It's and then whatever the, potatoes the longest were, was, yeah. Yeah, potatoes were slightly lower. And then turnips were like three days. Like, yeah, turn so around quick. and they were yeah. gone. Yeah. Yeah, it was so quick. But then that's what was nice about the, the summertime because you get the crops that the plant stays. I'm like, you yeah. don't have to continually regrow the the crops yeah, all the keep time. Just keep watering them. Yeah. Yep. That was nice. And then I think fall just has eggplants, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, but those I think were renewable too. I think Maybe so. Not. I can't remember. I mean, if we're going scientifically, they should be, but I guess and then, maybe not. <laughs> and then in this game, you, you want to really quickly get the greenhouse because you want to use the majority of your farmland to grow grass. Yeah, because that's animals. what you use to feed the animals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you could, I think you could let the, I know you could let the chickens out and then you didn't have to feed them if they were out. I don't know. I don't remember if that's the same for cows and sheep. Can't like, remember. Yeah. I definitely remember there was a pro to at least yeah. letting the chickens out because then you didn't have to feed them. I that. just remember, like, I always fed them because it saved time. Yeah. You didn't have to try to lure them back in. Right. Um, because in this game, you have to, like, you have push to work them. the animal. You have to push the cows <laughs> in and, like, pick the chickens up or whatever, put them in. Yeah. Uh, so time-wise, uh, it's way faster to just go in the barn or go in the chicken coop and actually feed them because the time doesn't go. So it makes more sense, like, systematically to do it that way. Man, you just saying that, like, the memory of how much time I spent pushing digital cows... <laughs> just hit me like that's so ridiculous well, i also think it's like i played this game like how i work you know <laughs> which is ridiculous like this is how like i'm always constantly trying to figure out how long it takes to do something and yeah and pushing limits on things but yeah yeah i like guess that's my job so yeah. I, I was doing this at like age 12 or whatever <laughs> age 13 yeah. wow <laughs> so good um, uh, I, so another thing that hit me when I went back to playing it is, and, and I've been, um, really like snatching up a ton of releases for original soundtracks on some legacy games, just like now that they're getting proper releases more and more on, on vinyl or digitally or whatever, like the, these are things that disappear all the time, right? Like you just like certain licensed things like game soundtracks can just go away. And so it's great to have them in some sort of form. However, Um, I'm not trying to get this game's soundtrack. Like there's no, there's the same song over and over again. I don't know how it didn't. I still remember. (laughs) I still remember the song like in my head. Of course you do. It's the only thing that played. Well, yeah. I mean, it got the job done, right? I think, you know, I think it slightly it, changes from season to season, right? It isn't really that grating, at least. No, no. Yeah. It's very basic. I don't know how it didn't bother me back in the day, but 
uh, it it struck me when I was trying it out again recently, and now I can't. You know, like you notice it, like I can't. This not is hear this it. is the game that you don't care about the soundtrack yeah, now, so, so you just play your own music in the background while yeah. you're playing. It. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's ultimately just because it's so limited, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The N64 didn't have the ability to have a huge variety of sounds going, right? Because that took from the memory on the on the cartridge itself to do so. Um. One thing that I do also remember as a pro, though, in this one is inventory management. Um, oh, which yeah. Is still clunky. Like, again, in testing it out now, like you have to individually touch certain things. You can't assign stuff to different buttons or whatever. Um, can't stack items. You can't, can't stack like, anything. It's, yeah. it's like, yeah, this is like the old, uh, this is the, the game. Like, if you complain about Animal Crossing, like, you were not going to like item management in this game. Yeah. Even worse. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to, and to imagine that that was an improvement on the previous ones is crazy too, but at yeah. least you had like a fridge to put stuff in and a box, like a wooden box in your room to yeah. put stuff in. Um, and a knapsack that you had some slots where you can put vegetables in. Like I, I do remember playing the Game Boy game, and you'd like pluck a potato and go running across your freaking field. Yeah, you run the, run over to the shipping box. Yeah, <laughs> before the guy shows up. Yeah, you're just like tossing it in there. Whereas at least in this one, you fill up your backpack with some potatoes, and then you just toss them in one by one. But you toss them all. Yeah, in. yeah. but you can only toss eight at a time. So like you can only. I think it's eight. I think you get eight, eight slots. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, and I then, think it's eight, and then you can carry a ninth. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. But that's another thing we didn't we didn't mention. You have to like you you can't just like pull these items and go sell them at any time. Like you literally have to go put them in the box, and the guy comes around at five o'clock every day and picks it up. Yeah, and if you didn't put anything <laughs> in there, he's like. Wait, you didn't do anything? Seriously? Yeah. All right. And he walks away. Like, he yeah. shakes his head and walks away. <laughs> like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like you said about the fish, like, the fish are literally there just to, to catch to sell. Like, it's, yeah. and really, you don't even make that much money on fish. Like, it almost yeah, seems like a last it's minute. What you, it's what you do when you've literally exhausted everything else you can do that day. Yeah. You, you catch Pretty a much. fish. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, there, there's really not even a whole lot of like, like you have the shop that's attached to the farm or the um, ranch where you can buy animals. Mm-hmm. And then you just have like the seed shop and that's it. There's a bakery, right? Oh yeah. You can, you can yeah, could buy. You, could you, could you buy anything at the bakery? I think so. I mean, like, you could did go you? there. You could. I. I don't think I did. I feel like there was cake. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was cake. Yeah. 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 I seem to I remember. That's the only way to get it, and it's gifts for some. Yeah. Some people like. Yeah. Okay, you could buy cake. Most people like getting cake. Yeah. You could buy cake, pie, Just like real life. Cookies, get pie, okay. tea, and water. And water is free in this game. That's good. That's good. before bottled water. Yeah. Took over. Yeah, I think um, you have to have cake to like give to certain people for things yeah yeah there's not a whole lot i guess there's also the tool shop i did forget about oh right yeah there's a tool shop yeah. tool yeah, shop they... potion shop there's a library uh, where you can go and learn about stuff and then the craftsman's house and we didn't talk about the hot spring either oh, after there's... a while you can unlock the hot yeah. spring that 
that fills up your stamina, right? It refills like, your yeah. stamina. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember doing that much in this one, just no. because like no time. the time. The There's time no need to to go there. Yeah. Yeah, you have to sit forever to get it to recharge. Like you pretty much are going to waste your whole day. Like you might as well just go back to sleep. Yeah, and if you actually needed it, your day's already over. Go and bed. then there's also the mining in this one, right? You can go and go dig in the dirt in a mountain, yeah. And you can find, like, there was a hole you can find to drop down into to another level, and you'd find some, some but stuff. There, you need something to do in the winter. When yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, house. you had nothing in the winter that first year. So that's what you did. Yeah. Man, I was trying to find... Uh, like, could you actually find anything when you were mining? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could. I think you could find, like, stuff to sell, right? Yeah. And, yeah, I totally forgot about the uh, the mine. I didn't do it much. Again, like Sam said, it was the winter thing, and that was that was about it. Like, because there was nothing that you could do. Yeah, you could get a iron ore, a coin, uh, a moonlight stone, a blue stone... A Pontana root and a rare metal. It looks like. Wasn't? Didn't you have to have like one of those things to? Uh, I want to say one of them was like required to be able to get married or something. You need a blue feather. Blue feather. That's yeah, what it was. Blue feather is how you get it done. There's no rings. You don't put a ring on it. You give them a feather. It's a feather. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I like it. Yeah. Much cheaper than diamonds. Yeah. Yeah, what is that? Uh, here we go. Cave. I found it. Yeah. How many floors are there in it? Because this is definitely not a... Uh, this isn't a... Uh, mystery uh, dungeon? No, yeah, no. definitely not a mystery dungeon, but also <laughs> uh, the game we were just talking about, the other farming game. Uh, uh, Stardew Valley. Yeah, where there's like a hundred levels of cave. Like, I think there might be like two or three. In this mm. game, if I remember right. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how much I explored that. Like, I definitely remember grabbing some stuff from in there, but I don't think I spent a ton of time. Or maybe you can't even. Maybe you can't even go down in this one. Maybe you can only mine in that one area that you walk into. I, I honestly don't remember. I'd have to go back and and play it. <laughs> there yeah. are as this says there are many as three levels below the main. Oh, three levels you, okay. you dig and you either find stuff or nothing or a hole that takes you to the next level yeah there we go yeah i don't know i just remember i remember wanting to to like start this game and like again we were trying to be as uh you know just quick as possible and everything like you put out a certain amount of time to clear your land off because whenever you first get the land, it's full of like rocks and sticks and, you know, junk everywhere, weeds. And like, I can't, in this game, do you have to, I can't remember if you have to use the uh, sickle to cut weeds or can you just pick them up? I can't remember. You can pick them up. You can pick them up. Okay. I think in later games, like they make it to where you actually have to cut the weeds yeah. down. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but yeah, I know that was, I remember learning that for the first time. It's like oh, I don't have to cut these things. I can just pick them up because yeah. you can. I think you can sell them, can't you? Uh, that I don't. I know you. I, you can't sell the rocks because I thought like I think no. you can put them. I think you can put them in the box, but they don't actually sell for any money. They okay, just, that's a way to get rid of them, I guess. Yeah. Yes. And then you had to build all the 
additions to your house, you have to collect rocks and uh, wood, which I those do stack, which is yeah, very yeah. nice because yeah. if you didn't stack, you'd never be able to get enough wood for anything. Yeah, it'd be a disaster. <laughs> oh man, all the days of early harvest, man. Yeah, that's that's really all I have. I think we've kind of. Or no, wait, yeah. we didn't talk yeah. about The Bachelorette. Come on. Yeah, I mean, we're not talking about the most important part of the entire I game. Think, I think that's what we missed, right? Yeah, of course you guys would miss talking about The Bachelorettes. Well, you know. <laughs> Do you remember who you chose? I think it varied. I think the first time it was Ellie. Ellie. Okay. From, the, from, the, from the bakery. She's the bakery, right? Yeah. This is going to sound. The other thing, the other thing, which was definitely a panic restart to me, is learning the heart. Don't talk to grandma. Her grandma that sits up. If you talk to her, uh huh. Year two or onward. Yeah. She dies. If you want her to not die, <laughs> don't ever talk to her after year one. What? Oh man, That's I didn't true? even know about that. Well, it's weird, and if, if you if you uh, are romancing Ellie, she becomes harder to win over because she's busy mourning her grandmother. Who yeah, died. of course she is. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it it is that is just like, and it's it's such an innocuous. Literally, the trigger for it is just if you talk to her when she's sitting outside after year one. That's so. If you talk to grandma weird. while she's sitting outside. That is crazy. I, yeah, I had no idea. Like that's can't be intentional. Maybe it is. That seems like such a weird thing to explicitly put in there. No, she's well. It, it, you know, I was I was pulling it up because I was like <laughs> trying because I, I remembered it happening. The interesting thing: her grandmother is Ellen, who is actually canonically the same character from the original game. Oh wow! Uh, oh nice. The, the Ellen from the so she's like the Next only generation. holdover character. Yeah, I I think this is funny because I just found a note. Uh, on, on this wiki here about it. And it says the best way to tell uh, if this will happen is to check and see if she's rocking back and forth. <laughs> if she's rocking in the chair, it's fine to talk to her, but if she's sitting still uh, run away, wow. <laughs> it will cause her to die. <laughs> oh, so this inc- also yeah. includes on festival days. If you talk to her at the festival, it could even happen. Rated <laughs> E for everyone. Don't that's talk insane. to grandma. She'll Just die. Talk- yeah, that's right. Wow. I was gonna say, Training I think you to drink alcohol and not talk to the elderly. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. This is gonna sound bad, but I think the first time that, uh, the first one that I pursued was was potpourri because she was the the cheapest one. Like you could give her, <laughs> she liked flowers, so it was like oh, the yeah, easiest yeah. one to get. Easy one. So yeah, meticulously tactical, John. This is. Yes. I mean, <laughs> What's the cheapest situation that lets me farm the most and get the mm-hmm. most out of this game? Yeah, because you mm-hmm. could just go grab a wildflower. Well, because like, on the it's path a lot then... of work. It is. And again, it's like, more time to devote to his true love, which is farming. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Brush your cows. Um, mm-hmm. No, I. <laughs> it's crazy to me. Again, we talked about how like the alcoholism is reinforced in this. Um, it, it the the and look it's a game mechanic so i'm not going that deep but like 
the whole thing you have to do in this game is every day if you want to marry someone every day you give them a gift you gotta show up there and hand them a tomato or a flower or a berry or whatever it is to make sure that they know every day that you're there and you are giving them something and you care about them. That's how you show right. love in this game. And there's that little heart. They all wear their heart on their sleeve, right? And like in the dialogue box, there'd be a little heart. And it starts off white and then it goes to blue, to green. And then pink, you know, yellow, and then pink. Yeah, pink's the last. Yeah, and you're. Yep. Yeah, I remember like, like chasing the girl of my dreams every day to make sure I could give her some grapes, um, just in the hopes that she shifts from green to yellow. Like, and if you miss their birthday, dude, oh my god, it's you. I mean, it's you over. never get. You're never getting married. Which nope. Look, it. I guess that's fair. Like maybe I don't know. I, I guess I it's kind of the... realistic. The one that's the hardest to to do, I believe, is Anne because, like, I think she only likes like eggs and milk. Mm. But who wants to give away your eggs uh, and milk? Yeah, yeah. That, that well, I mean, eggs are a pretty steady supply because you can once you get chickens, you, you have eggs every day, right? But yeah, but even but even like early on when you're supposed to be doing this, like if I'm remembering, if I'm remembering, she, if I'm remembering correctly, she also likes <laughs> corn, right? Yeah, but, but you don't get that till summer. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like early on, it's, it's rough going if you want to, to uh, get with Anne. Yeah. I just remember like, I remember reading up about it and I was like, yeah, definitely not going for this girl. <laughs> it's going to make me go broke. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't know. Too it, high maintenance. <laughs> yeah. I don't know right. if, if or where I was reading anything. That's, that's like, I didn't have a guide or anything. So I feel like me, uh, aside from maybe a Nintendo power thing here or there. Yeah. I, I think, I think a Nintendo power had a basic gift guide for the bachelorette. I think you right. remember knowing that very early on. Yeah. Who oh, liked what I was, I was wrong, but it's even worse. Like she mm. only likes wool. Wool only one, wow. yeah. Ellie likes egg because that's they, right. Ellie egg. liked egg, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, she only likes wool, good wool, and then it says dog and chicken. So, I guess you could show her the dog or the chicken, maybe. I don't know how that works. That's right, yeah. You just show her your dog, yeah. Classic move. There we go, just, just have a cute dog. That's, yeah. that's how you, yeah. But I thought it was funny because they also dislike things, and if you give them something they dislike, it makes it go like reverse. Yeah. Yep, you can lose lose points. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are certain events that get triggered throughout that you need to engage with in order to like get the affection boost, uh, like to a point where you can actually marry the person you're pursuing. Um, I think each character would get sick. At some point, when you were at a certain point, there'd be like a sick day, and you choose whether or not you're going to go there and spend some time with them. Um, and I believe, and again, I only ever chased Karen, but um, I believe they all sprain their ankle at some point. I definitely remember she did. Um, and I had a buddy who played the game who said that the same thing happened with one of the other bachelorettes. Right. Now, I don't <laughs> think I don't think those are required but they are a boost yeah yeah they're a boost persist in your gift giving long enough you can still you can still give them a blue feather gotcha yeah 
Now, do you remember, like, with Karen, there was a whole story about, like, saving the vineyard and you have to like be friends with the harvest sprites to like have that story right because that, that's why she leaves yeah right? exactly you like, don't within the within the time frame yeah and there's some like deep kind of stuff for a nintendo 64 game where like her and her dad are fighting like he's kind of he's really gruff and almost mistreating mm -hmm. her and like it and some stuff is implied yeah, yeah it's pretty rough dude like uh and it made me feel for her even more and you can kind of get her dad to chill out a bit and, and ultimately like win things over and help help interject yourself into the situation and help the family out um but I don't do other. Do you guys remember if the other bachelorettes had some sort of like story arc thing that happened like that with her I, in the I vineyard? Was, I was just reading like one of the, some of the rival events are even kind of like rough. Like I was reading this one uh, that was for Ellie and it says one of the rival events like this is whenever you can tell if your rivals uh, creeping up. Yeah, doing better than you are. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, so this one says, while talking at the bakery, Ellie explains that she is envious of Potpourri's thin body image and wants her to lose weight. <laughs> Hearing their conversation, Jeff appears as Ellie leaves and says that he prefers plump girls. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the 90s. Oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> so, like, that this, like, it's crazy that they just included all of these things. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you identify and are able to, uh, get through the, the progression and, and beat out your rival for the lady of your dreams. And, uh, you give her a blue feather, um, and have a nice little marriage ceremony and can have a child in this game. Uh, and the child, I think it was a wonderful life. The child actually like grows up a fair yeah, amount that, that is, that's like pretty much the whole deal with wonderful life is, is that you know you you raise that child and and they have a very pronounced personality and kind of character yeah. traits of their own yeah it, it's a big reason too why there's only three bachelorettes in that game because there's so much attention put to that whole right you know, whole thing right i believe too in this game family. once you're married that your spouse will also help with like things um, yeah, it, it's a it's a basic. You'll wake up and they'll be like, "Hey, good morning. I fed the chickens already." Yeah, kind of deal. Yeah, I feel like if I'm misremembering it, maybe it is. Uh, maybe it's a different thing. Somebody drops an egg, but maybe it's not Karen. Maybe it, that's a Rune Factory thing. But there is definitely a spouse where it was like you, they're helping you out by collecting all the eggs for you, but they're like, "Actually, I also dropped one. I hope you're not mad at me." I don't think that I think I'm thinking of Rune Factory, but I remember thinking just like John was like, okay, you watered the field, but like, did you like you, mm -hmm. you took care of the chickens? But like, mm -hmm. I mean, that was like 60 gold. Nope. That happens in this game. Does it? It isn't just one egg. It's all of them. If I, uh, I don't remember the baby really doing anything. No, the baby gets to be like a toddler and that's about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I ever, if I ever played past. I love how crib. differently. I just you remember and I there being. A, I just remember there being a crib in the house, and I'm like, oh, I guess this is here now. <laughs> okay, yeah. So this this whole game, like, 
so I was just reading again. Um, Karen's mother is Eve, and she's one of the original ba- uh, Bachelorettes in oh, the cool. first Harvest oh, Moon there game. You, there you go. Wow. Yeah. It's just some. There's all kinds of things. Like this whole this whole game is full of just think history dead, and though. story. And I feel like Karen's mom is dead. Does it say? Harvest Moon alternate timeline. That's yeah. the 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 hero the farmer failed timeline. No, I don't. You know? I don't so. think she's she's dead. I think no? she's still here. Oh, okay. But I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. Just kind of quickly reading through the the wiki here <laughs> while yeah. we're talking. Um, I also I didn't have this happen to me, but I did see a, a note. Um, where you, if you neglect your spouse, even after, um, you're married that they may leave you, you know, like, it's not like, it's not like you're married and you can just go off on your farming way and leave them at home. Like you still have to bring stuff back for them. Um, or they might leave you. I am pretty sure that that's true. And if that is, what an interesting mechanic again in a game this early mm-hmm. that doesn't have crafting, but it does have divorce. You know, like yes, that is <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yep. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. How much time and effort was put into the character building in this yeah. game? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I feel like that was everything that uh, you know, those are some of my memories. I mean, I have I have a lot of fondness for this game. I agree. If it comes onto the Switch, I'll probably mess with it again. It felt it felt fun to play it on the Wii U and to pick it up again. Um, I did keep thinking if somebody just had no nostalgia for this and cold walked into this game, I don't know how much fun it would be. Um, I feel like yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I ultimately think it's it's hard for this game in particular as we mentioned before the series has kind of struggled Mm -hmm. whether it be under the harvest moon brand or the story of seasons brand i don't know if it can really succeed in a post stardew valley world well i think that's why they're remaking uh wonderful life i think right like there's gonna be a Mm -hmm. a a redo of that to try to capitalize on it they remade friends of mineral town last year yeah and it it's really good i played I played it and it all the quality of life things they did actually like make the game feel more modern and like mm. it works. So I've been kind of interested. I bought um oh what's it called? Pioneers of Olive Town. I bought that game. I haven't played it yet though. Okay. It's the newest release of uh the Story of Seasons franchise. I heard it's like pretty good i just haven't got into it yet yeah but kind of speaking to what you were saying i remember oh it's probably been six or seven years ago i dusted my 64 off and gave it you know let my son play some games and he he played this game and like i think he made it to the end of the first year oh you know playing it and he would have only been like maybe six or seven so uh it's i mean it definitely has some some pull to it still i think i don't mm. think you have to of course he's you know he was six or seven and never played stardew valley so yeah but honestly like i still feel this game is different enough that it sets itself apart like mm-hmm. uh like i enjoyed playing stardew valley uh the little bit 
that I played of Stardew Valley. I think I played like one year in game of, of Stardew Valley. Um, but I still kind of prefer the, the snappiness and like how Harvest Moon 64 works over that, even though I haven't played it in a long time, but I like the art style a lot. It's really, I think it's definitely, yeah, I definitely like the art style. Um, man, I know whenever I did pick up friends of mineral town, the remake, um, I hopped in and I, the first day I played like probably three or four hours of it straight. <laughs> Cause I was like, man, I haven't played harvest moon like this harvest moon in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like it was just hitting all the right places getting in there. And, and it, <clears throat> excuse me, friends of mineral town kind of retains a lot of the same characters from harvest moon 64. Uh, so it's, it's pretty easy to, to hop in and kind of enjoy uh, if this is where your nostalgia lies, you know, in this, this game. Uh, I highly, if if you don't want to try to play this one, I highly recommend picking up the uh, remake of Friends of Mineral Town if you have a Switch because this it feels very similar to Harvest Moon sixty four while you're playing it. I never played that one originally. Maybe I will. I that's like the only handheld one that I played uh, when it originally released. I bought it for the Game Boy Advance. It looks like it's pretty cheap. Oh yeah, most of these games are pretty cheap. I think it's just the original game and uh, the '64 uh, version that are still pretty valuable. All the rest of them, I think, are are still relatively easy to get a hold of. I know they made them all the way up until like uh, I don't think there was any on the Wii U, but the Wii definitely had like two or three titles as well. Yeah that I never played, you know, that was our, the Wii was already a very lightly played console for me. I definitely didn't get into harvest moon while, (laughs) while playing it. Uh, But yeah, that's, uh, if you guys could think of anything we didn't hit on, we can use this time to do that. And then uh, we'll, we can move into the outro and, and close this thing out. No, I think that's it for me. Sam, you got anything you could think of that we haven't touched on? Uh, no, I, I think that about covers it. Awesome. All right, we'll go ahead and move to the outro. that we'll let liam kind of you can go first and just kind of tell people where they can find you yeah uh so i am the co-host of the retro groove podcast which is part of the retro logic network um we do music talk uh ranging from uh film so uh film scores and soundtracks to uh different musical genres video game music uh, all across the board, um, we just did uh, a super fun episode about uh, we kind of 
argued and debated and came up with a final, we call it a high five, which is a top five list of uh, the leading women in rock bands. So went back and forth on that. We've got some fun Christmas stuff coming up. Uh, best of the year, looking back on the past 50 years of music. So check us out, uh, retrogroove underscore pod on Twitter and uh, on all of your podcast apps. Nice. Yes, definitely go check out the Retrogroove podcast. Uh, very interesting. I always learn something new every time I listen. <laughs> listen, I'm not as mm-hmm. not as uh, musically uh, educated, I guess. We have a lot of uh, useless knowledge. Yes. <laughs> Whereas most of mine goes towards games or just random things. Yep. Uh, music just seems to be the one that gets left out the most. Yeah. Even though I do enjoy music. Yeah. Uh, so definitely go check out for. that podcast. Yeah, you'll learn something new every time, I promise. All right, Sam, you go ahead and spout well, yours Obviously, off. I'm, I'm also on the Retrologic podcast. That's uh, that's the one about games, and that records every other week. Uh, and as well as the Retrologic blog, which I've been meaning to kind of renew my efforts at, at, at putting new content out towards, and the Twitch channel which is, again, under the Retrologic banner, Retrologic Games on Twitch. Um, I do put all those up on my own YouTube channel as well, all the sort of archived playthroughs. I'm doing Mega Man Battle Network right now. Uh, I also played through the Mother series, um, uh, as well as a couple other things. That's on YouTube. Uh, Under the channel name there is Third Strongest Mole. Uh, That's my handle on discord as well and of course the discord uh where we all hang out and talk about all kinds of stuff so yeah yes awesome yes definitely go make sure you're reading the blog he already has tons of posts on there about all kinds of interesting things including uh nso app uh must gets and uh just developer publisher uh yeah information there as well um some people that we'd like to see go back to games again mm-hmm. hey it, it worked for sunsoft right so i, I just right. gotta pick carefully which one i'm gonna resurrect from the dead next yes it, it seems to work that way so yeah why don't you go ahead and uh do one on konami maybe we can actually get some real games oh that's a big one that's a big one <laughs> I, I want a new castlevania man come on do it for me um <laughs> all right guys i guess we'll close her out um the next uh show that we do will be on the game super punch out which was the retro rewind game for november that we all voted on um that's going to be a, a pretty interesting one i don't have a whole lot of experience with super punch out i've been kind of dipping into it a little bit i'm just not a big punch out person in general yeah same um i I love the idea of punch out. I just don't punch out very well. So <laughs> uh, I like the characters. Uh, I, I can easily see how important it is to the legacy of Nintendo. And uh, I, I enjoy watching playthroughs of people do punch out. I'm just not very good at punch out. Um, so yes, this will be a good show. And, and I've already had some people reach out that want to come on that are excited to talk about it. So should be a good one 
with that said, I think we're I think we're done. So thanks for listening on Topic Retro, part of the Retrologic family of podcasts. Uh, if you'd like to send in your personal experiences for the next show but don't have Discord, uh, you can either get Discord or send them to ontopicretro at gmail.com. If you don't have Discord and you uh, would like to have a reason to get Discord, uh, you can join our community on there. Uh, and you can find the link to join on retrologic.games, which is the website for all things retrologic. Uh, you can get all the podcasts there. You can get Sam's blog there. Uh, there's just new stuff going up there all the time. Uh, between our three shows, there's, I mean, you pretty much get something, you know, a couple shows every other week for sure. Um, and it's, it's also free to join. There's, you know, it doesn't cost anything. You can just hop in. Retro Groove also posts there, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. With yep. your yep. playlist. Yeah. Playlist uh, go there as well. Yeah, we have a company yes. playlist for all our episodes. Yep. So yeah, go to retrologic.games. All the cool stuff is there. Um, and if you if you feel like you need a place to hang out and talk about games, music, TV, just whatever, um, you it's the place to be. Yes, yeah, we're good people. It's friendly, non-toxic. Uh, there's just all kinds of cool stuff going on. But that's it for this episode. We'll have another one shortly. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys later. Bye now. Bye.